This podcast is brought to you by Deloitte. The automotive industry is evolving and fast. Diversity, equity, and inclusion at the workplace has never been more important. At Deloitte, we understand the challenges you face because we spent more than 100 years working in the auto industry. To learn more about how we can help your business, visit Deloitte.com and subscribe. Beth Vanderskaff, the managing editor of Automotive News. Every five years since 2000, Automotive News has compiled the list of 100 leading women in the North American auto industry, recognizing top female executives at automakers, suppliers, and dealerships. I've been fortunate to lead the project since its inception. On August 13 of this year, nine leaders from the 2020 list joined Automotive News via Zoom to discuss the most pressing issues facing them today and beyond. We'll explore key themes from those conversations in this podcast series. Our panelists say career development is one area that needs to be improved for women. How can females get ahead in the industry? One way is with company-sponsored groups. Lisa Drake, Ford's North American COO, leads a group called the Women of Ford. We have about 10,000 members and we grow every day. Um, and you know, our goal is to support those, those women who aren't getting the same opportunities. A similar group exists at dealership software company, DealerSocket, where CEO Sejel Pietrzak says women focus on collaboration, connecting, and coaching. And we're very much starting up this Socket Women uh, employee resource group, along with a number of other employee resource groups. And, uh, and, and these are important because they give us uh, the opportunity to be able to make sure that we are uh, connecting and networking um, with one another. Um, and they can see that it's important even that the CEO is a part of it. Um, and, and that you know, we have increased the number of our women in leadership positions across the company in the last three years um, since I joined the company. Um, more than doubled those numbers of women in leadership positions. Groups such as the Women of Ford and Socket Women can have a tremendous impact on the careers of their members. Mamtha Chamarthi, Chief Information Officer at Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, recalls an event she attended early in her career that featured three of the top women at Chrysler. They talked about how they uh, started their career in the auto industry and how they um, broke through the barriers and obstacles and then made it. I was in the auditorium. I still remember sitting somewhere in the middle, inspired by these women thinking one day I should become a CIO of an automotive company. I was, I was a software programmer back then. Think about the impact that a role model can have to kind of even create that something that you can achieve in your life, right? I'm not sure whether I would have achieved it or not achieved it, but that event created a dream that I wanted to pursue. Today, Chamarthi is part of the Women's Alliance at FCA. The group created a program to help younger females at the company. We created what is called the Women's Leadership Experience. It's an eight month long experience to take women through 
that you have mentors, you have um, one of those mentors can turn into a sponsor for you to help you grow your career at uh, Fiat Chrysler. The group also hosts students to teach them about careers in automotive and technology. And recently a fifth grader walked up to me at one such event and she said, I would like to be like you, which reminded me of my own experience in that auditorium. Leah Curry, president of Toyota Motor Manufacturing Indiana, also works with students to get them excited about technology. You know, what I like to do is make it fun and exciting, uh, let them get their hands on stuff and let them uh, really think about, hey, guess what? I have never been exposed to this before and I probably would have never been exposed to it in the normal curriculum of school. So, you know, bringing in the technology now and letting them, you know, program robots and do tic-tac-toe with robots and, uh, you know, program it to flip a basketball up in the air and get it into the basket. I mean, there is just so many things uh, that females can do uh, that they bring their own self and their unique self to this or to our organization as automotive. She thinks it's important for female leaders to guide future leaders. We have to pay it forward. Uh, it's, it is our job to pay it forward. And uh, all the women I work with are extremely passionate about paying it forward to the next generation and the next generation uh, of women leaders. It's gonna take all of us together to make sure that they know uh, what's possible in the future. Nissan U.S. Chief Marketing Officer Allison Witherspoon says leaders need to change the perception of the industry. Automotive on the outside may not may seem very slow, um, and it may seem a little bit of a dinosaur. And I think that's why it's actually on us to get out there and actually start to explain the type of innovation and excitement that can come in automotive. There's so many different aspects in automotive that it, it can, it, I guarantee that someone will find something that they can be interested by and inspired by. Witherspoon says explaining different career paths to younger women is a key to retention and building future managers. Where we've been trying to focus our efforts at, at Nissan is actually earlier on in the career. And I think, you know, I had a little bit of a different experience in that there weren't a lot of women in leadership positions when I was coming up. So most all of my mentors, um, with the exception of one, have all been men. Um, and so I think that's why it's important. The presence needs to be there. But then also getting tools to women earlier in their career. So maybe they can get through some of those hurdles a little bit faster or with a little bit less pain than some of us went through when we were coming up. And so I think that's why focusing earlier on, you know, explaining what the different aspects and the different types of careers that you can have, and then really helping to guide and coach them um, and be champions. And I think all of us, we've talked about mentoring, but it's also, we also need to be champions for women and champions for diversity and inclusion. Lisa Drake describes another career point where retention is important. The years when women are trying to decide whether or not to have a family and what the right time for that is and how far that takes them out of the game, it's pretty clear that's where the rung in the ladder, um, you know, starts to become an issue. And so we're targeting a lot of programs around that period and that experience for those women. 
Drake describes Ford's program for women who are about to go on maternity leave. We take a next up high potential female and when one is going to go on maternity leave, we partner her up with someone that will do her job while she's gone so she can have peace of mind, you know, and then the other female gets a little bit of career development. Those types of things are are what we're doing at, at every level. She says not all women want to become CEO. As a result, the focus should be on retaining female employees at all levels. And so we have to make sure that we have programs and experiences that if a woman doesn't want to be the CEO, that's okay. If she just wants to be a manager and do a fabulous job at it, that's okay. And we're missing that um, that level of leadership from women at, at all levels, really, in the auto industry. I mean, it gets worse as you go higher, but it's not much better uh, in the middle. Grace Wong, CEO of auction giant Mannheim, is also focusing on retaining women who may not yet be in executive positions. It's still not enough women per se, especially at the kind of the middle ranks. Um, and so we're working really hard. We have a, um, a diversity and inclusion uh, mentoring program that includes men and women um, in terms of being sponsors. And the program has been really, really well received. But women could use some assistance on the mentorship front. We're excited about the women that are coming up, um, but it does take work and it does take a lot of lot of partnership with the men um, as well to make that all happen. Lisa Drake agrees. Males are still the majority in the auto industry. And we, from a Women Afford perspective, we really focus on men as allies because there won't be enough women that we can get quickly enough to make change. The men have to be a part of the change. She says Ford is hosting networking events to connect mentors. We want more of the male leadership, because they are the majority, to know more of the women that are there and to get to know their capabilities and their leadership styles. Um, because that, we think, is going to pull pull the string faster on progress than just women advocating for women. There's just not enough of us to do it. Kimberly Gardner, Mitsubishi's chief marketing officer, says women will play an increasingly important role in the future of the auto sector. You know, as our industry is at a pivotal moment, you know, with products, right, with the customer, with the experience we give that customer, with our dealers most in particular, that, that women need to be the face of that change, that we owe it to each other. And I think we owe it to young women out there who are thinking about a career and saying, now, if you really want to be part of change, if you really want to help an industry transform, that's, again, it's hard work, but man, it is, I, I keep, I'm very bullish now. It's our time, not only for women, but it's a time for the industry to really make some great impacts. Hurdles remain in the effort to recruit women to the automotive space and advance their careers. But our panel outlines some areas where the industry can do better. Some companies are connecting with females in classrooms to get them interested in automotive at a younger age. Company-sponsored development groups can help entry-level workers meet female and male mentors who can help them plot their career paths. And in Mamtha Chamarthi's case, it can even help an employee determine her dream job. 
In our next episode, the executives discuss the challenges working mothers face amid the coronavirus pandemic, whether they would encourage their daughter to pursue a career in automotive, and how the industry can improve its diversity and inclusion efforts. A quick note, on November 16, Kimberly Gardner will join Volkswagen of America as Senior Vice President of Marketing. To hear our other Leading Women podcasts, visit autonews.com slash lwpodcasts. And to see the rest of our Leading Women coverage, visit autonews.com slash 100LW. The automotive industry is one of highs and lows and everything in between. Anticipating and preparing for tomorrow's complex issues can be tough. As the automotive industry continues to be challenged by a deepening talent crisis, diversity, equity, and inclusion at the workplace has never been more important. Women make up about half of the labor force, but only a quarter of the automotive workforce. For nearly a decade, Deloitte and Automotive News have been working together to shine a light on gender issues in the global automotive industry while celebrating the women that are forging a path for others to follow. This year, we conducted a survey to explore views on diversity, equity, and inclusion in the automotive industry with the intent to understand where opportunities for improvement may exist. To learn more about the key insights presented in this study, be sure to visit the Deloitte Insights Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Collection at Deloitte.com.